Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Birds of Prey podcast. On this episode, we interview Gabby Sacco, a pitcher for Florida Atlantic Softball. Grant, what were some of your favorite moments from your interview with Gabby? Well, the first one is just that she committed in eighth grade. You don't hear that story very often. It's something that I might not interview anybody ever again. She talked about the rule change that had an experience of both committing in eighth grade to a school and then following through with that commitment. So that was just really special in itself, hearing her talk about her no-hitters. Excited if you haven't heard from her before to listen to this interview. And if you've never seen her play, definitely make your way out to a softball game. She's lights out. Awesome to talk to off the field and awesome on the field as well. I completely agree. Her committing to FAU as an eighth grader is interesting in itself, but it also shows that FAU placed its bets correctly because she was named Conference USA Pitcher of the Year. So without a doubt, super interesting episode. So here is Gabby Sacco. All right, welcome to the show, Gabby. It's, a, it's awesome having you here. I got to witness a good chunk of your breakout season last year, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that was even more thrilling for you than it was for anyone watching. It was a big, big jump from your freshman year. Yeah, it was. Um, I came in sophomore year, new coaching staff. Um, I think we all were just like ready to dive in with the new coaching staff. And I think they honestly brought a lot lot in to me. And like, I never thought I could do what I did last year without them. So they definitely gave me more confidence, what I needed um, freshman year didn't have much of that. Um, They definitely brought out a lot in me, so. What is it that Coach Jordan in particular was able to do throughout fall and the spring last year that really got you into a place where you wanted to achieve at those levels? I think a lot of times it's um, having that vision for yourself that that's something you're capable of. And she seems like the kind of person that could really give that to you in a powerful way. Yeah, I think she gave us a lot of um, mental challenges as well as physical challenges as a team too. Um, We just went through the fall learning new processes and also me working with my new pitching coach. He's awesome. Um, We did a lot of new things that I never did before. And I think trusting the process really helped me. And at first I was like, I didn't really want to go full in. I kind of dipped my toes in at first. And she always says just, cannonball right in don't dip your toes in just go after it and I think I fully understood that and just did what she asked of me and also um, buying into the program and you know giving it my all yeah I was gonna think is there a game in the preseason one thing that she's done really really well is you've gotten your schedule is tough Mm -hmm. early in the season last year you know we were basically a 500 team early on but we were a 500 team playing really, really good softball teams throughout a lot of the preseason. Was there a preseason game you can point to where you played a team that you thought was much harder than the average Conference USA opponent where you competed better than you thought that kind of gave you confidence for the rest of the year? Um, I don't think really any team stuck out to me where we were like, oh, like, oh no, like we can't handle this. I think that we approached every game the same. I think one of our our things that we always talked about was never play down to a team if they were, you know, a lower competition than us or even if they were better than us to be scared to go play the game because that's not us. So I think um, playing each game the same and just going into it with a good mindset, I think. So then you have your series of games and you threw a Mm no-hitter relatively early in the... How early in the season was the first no-hitter? I would say maybe three weeks in. Yeah, so it was early. It was, yeah. it was pretty early in the season. You threw yeah. the 
through the first no hitter of the season, and there really could have been. You had three no hitters in regulation last year, so you had you had two that were official, and three were your third game where you made it through seven innings that is a no hitter, yeah. and then they had it broken up in extra innings, which mm-hmm. was uh, still a sensational accomplishment. That first one was that kind of the turning point moment for you, where you were just you really realized like, wow, I, this is something I, I'm at a different level now. I think that before the no hitter, I was pretty much consistent with how I was going about each game having the same mindset but I think when I threw the no hitter during the game I actually didn't even like really think about it I I went I remember I looked at the scoreboard and it was a sixth inning and I was like oh there's no hits on the board like <laughs> I I could possibly do this I had one more inning to go and I remember after the game they were all like saying that they weren't going to mention mention it to me at all during the game. They weren't going to like be like, oh, you have no hits, like keep going. They just wanted to keep quiet during the game, let me do my thing. And I think after that, I realized I was capable of a lot more than I knew. Um, but I don't think it changed how I went about each game. I think that it just gave me more confidence going into each game after that. It's going to sound like an unrelated question, but it's one that's been not so perfect for the interview. <laughs> is you have your number double zero, and like I, I just all 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 like year and in, in the off season, I've wondered like was there like a manifestation in the zeros to mm-hmm. to the no hitters? Probably not. Like no. curious where the number comes from. Um, I've had that number since I was little. I started playing t ball when I was four, and my sister actually played softball and so I grew up watching her and she had the number double zero so I kind of just took after her yeah it becomes a much more intimidating number once you're throwing no hitters I feel like though because you know when you have a consistent and it wasn't just I would love to know that I really should looked it up pre-interview I love the number of scoreless games you threw last year too because you blanked a lot of teams yeah pretty good ERA like makes it a pretty intimidating number when you're a pitcher coming to the mound with not only one zero, but two. Like right. you, don't see, you don't see that. It's a, yeah. it's a number you very rarely see in sports. Yeah. I think also with the no hits, it had to do a lot with my team because, you know, they backed me up defensively amazing. And, you know, we didn't have the hitters really last year, I would say. I think we were more of a defensive team. That's how we won our games. And they made outstanding plays behind me where, you know, that run could have scored or even my no hitter the the plays they made and saved my me like that was amazing for me so i i just love them behind me it's gonna change this year though you had a lot of offense in the transfer portal freshman you had one game in the fall that you struggled in the first inning um and i just want to know it had to feel good the reason i bring that up is it had to feel good to see then your team rally back. I was there to score about 30, 15 runs in that game. Right. It had to be yeah. a decent internal feeling this year to know that, because it's, it's sports. You're not going to have, you can't, you can't be perfect every game. It's got to be kind of relieving to know that this year, if you do get down, you got a lot of people that can help, you know, get right back in the game for you. Yeah. And I think also with our pitching staff this year, we have five of us on the staff and each and every one of them brings something to the table. And it might be that they're a down pitcher or, because I'm an up pitcher or their speed is different than mine. So we all complement each other. And I think having that depth and also new hitters on the team, there's a lot of pressure that comes off my shoulders with that as being a pitcher. And I think also with everyone else, like we know the girls we have on the team this year and that we're going to be able to do good things. It's a good balance. Three of you guys are coming back to to the transfer portal. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have one grad transfer with Trinity who's getting Mm -hmm. a fifth year. 
What have you learned from her so far coming in? And she's been playing softball at a high level for a while. So I have to imagine that bringing her onto the staff has helped you in your growth. Yeah, she brings a lot. Um, I look up to her because she, you know, has the experience and just her energy and her attitude when she comes to the field. Everything is so positive. Um, she works hard. She grinds it out. And I think as a pitcher, you want someone like that by your side. And so I think we're going to have a great season together. And she has aspirations of coaching after her yeah. playing career is over. So I have to imagine one of the things that she must really enjoy is getting to both compliment you in the staff and also get to work as a mentor because yeah, that's her goal for the future. There's an outside chance that she's coaching you in your final year. Yeah, she um, at practices, she's a great leader. She brings a lot of different qualities for the team. She's very outspoken. So, you know, when we are having trouble as a team or we need to fix something, she is the one to speak up. And I think we all just look at her as a leader. Yeah, it's shown through when I spoke with her a, a few months ago. For the other grad transfers, what stood out to you about, you know, what they brought to the table? Who could fans look at in the lineup this year and be excited? Because there's a lot of, there are a lot of additions. Yeah, I think their experience, I mean, they come from Power 5 schools, some of them. Um, we have KJ, she is Cam Cameron Jackson. She is a power hitter. You know, she can take that ball over the fence, like, a lot. Um, and then Meg... Megan Mall, she's from Mizzou. She's our catcher, and she's very strong. Like, if you've ever seen her, she's, like, the strongest one on our team. She's also a power hitter. And then we have Presley Liebrick. She is a lefty, and she can just make contact with the ball and put it wherever she wants. So I think um, a lot of the girls bring a lot to the team now, and we're going to just be able to ride it out with these hitters because, you know, last year we didn't have that. So now this year I think – that will be our change. Yeah, the rumor from the boxing classes was that Meg is the strongest puncher yeah. on the team. Mm -hmm. She she's very strong, very strong. Yeah, she could hit anything. And in the weight room, she <laughs> I mean, she lifts the most out of all of us, and it's also like fun working out with her because she'll push you too. So, well, you're seeing her reach pretty big heights. So yeah, I think that once again, it's one of those things where you see something happening, it makes you at least aspire to it. And that's probably one of the nice things the Power Five transfers really bring into the program, probably in some of the off-the-field stuff in the weight room and in some of those other things that they have such amazing facilities where they come from and such ridiculous conditioning staffs and, and some of those things that I'm sure that they bring some of that knowledge into the locker room and it makes a big difference for you guys. Yeah, they um, all have their own experience and I think that's what's special about them because not a lot of the girls that have, you know, came here or transferred here have come from Power 5 schools. So definitely their experience and what they've been through and what they go through um, has helped us as a, as a team. Has it also given you perspective on how special what you have is? Because they've all come from those places and they made pretty much every single grad transfer on the team. Uh, Coach did not think she was going to land those players. They're players that she reached out to and thought they were long shots and they obviously believe in the vision and want to be here, but does that give you guys perspective also on how special what you have is, that they came from the facilities, they came from teams that were competing to go deep into regionals or super regionals and said, no, I'd rather be a part of this team? Yeah, I'm so grateful to be at FAU. And, you know, some of them come from places where it's pretty cold there. So when you come <laughs> here, it's warm, it's nice, you're right by the beach. And I think you just get to look around and you get to have the sun shining. You get to practice on days where people are just inside practicing. And 
they can't get on the field or just being able to be on a team where, you know, you're not so much chasing numbers and chasing those bigger things that the bigger schools have. And when you come to Boca and you just want to stay here forever. So, yeah, I think that we would be, we'd be thrilled to keep you here for the entire duration. So I'm glad that you're yeah glad that you're enjoying yourself here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would not want to go anywhere else. I think after my freshman year here, um, even not having the best year, I still just loved, you know, the weather here, being by the beach. And I also never wanted to go anywhere far from my family. So three hours, I'm from Orlando. So the three-hour drive is perfect, and they get to come down and watch my games all the time. So It's actually an easy weekend trip. Yeah. Just drive down the turnpike. And- mm-hmm. Straight down the turnpike in your hair. So. Yeah. That's a lot. I think that one thing I talk to athletes pretty consistently about is family being able to attend games is a really big draw. Yeah. I um my parents have came to probably every single one of my games. And especially my mom or my dad, he's made every single one. My mom has tried to come to every single one, but her job sometimes doesn't allow her to. But yeah, they are my biggest supporters and I'm able to, you know, be the player I am also because of them and just supporting me all the time. What was your path to FAU? Obviously, you said it was close. Uh, you know, Joan Joyce was the head, was the coach when you came in. How did how were you able to get in touch with her? What what brought you here initially? Your injury to the school. Yeah, I committed my eighth grade year actually, wow. and um, so I was looking at schools before that, and I just took a visit here, and I just fell in love with the campus, the place, and I also, like I said, everywhere else that I was looking at was pretty far from home. And so Joan called me up one day after camp and she asked me to be an owl. And I said, yeah. And um, the rule of junior year, because you can't talk to the players after or before your junior year, that rule was passed right after I committed. So they were able to talk to me when I was that young. So I was able to get committed early on. But normally you have to wait after your junior junior year of high school. So I didn't have to do that. So I I got it. In theory, early. they could have actually even that was a thing for a little while. I remember like Lane Kiffin recruited like an eighth, eighth, yeah. eighth grade QB. Yeah, that was that made big headlines. One of the head coach at USC, and then he wasn't even there anymore. I think technically they could have pulled the offer still, but how does an eighth grader even get recruited? That's like something you you made it happen. Like how do they even know in eighth grade they were right? But how did they know and how did they know in eighth grade that you were you were gonna? That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I went to a lot of showcases just like everyone else does. Traveled um, all over summer, went to different states and just, you know, did showcases. So, and they came to all of our games. So, yeah. And you had, you never had any doubt between your eighth grade year and graduating that you were going to be an owl. Mm-mm, nope, not once. I, I always wanted to come here, so. And what, what was it? It's a... I don't think I could have made a college decision in eighth grade. That's a that's a it's a weighty decision to make that early. I think through the process, of course, like I would still be traveling and doing showcases, and there would be coaches that would reach out, or I would reach out to coaches. But I think always in the back of my head, I was like, I love FAU. I love how close. It was just always the the part of like I just didn't want to be far from home, and I also am such a beach person, so. I it was perfect for me. Makes sense because if you were to look yeah. at like UCF, for example, um, yeah, or USF, that would have been like slightly closer. Yeah. You wouldn't get to be by the beach. This is one. Right. This is one of the closer locations you could yeah. have chosen. That it's about as close in South Florida as you could have gotten to Orlando. Mm-hmm. So that that makes 
it makes logical sense, but it's just amazing for me to think that you held a commitment for, I don't know if I can point to another athlete that's held a commitment for five years before yeah. they even showed up on campus. Yeah. I don't know. I just was like, I'm going to do this. And that's how it went. And my parents were so supportive of it. And I think also um, Coach Shan and Coach Joyce and Coach Troy, when I was doing showcases, they always, you know, came to support and always, you know, gave me the rest and just and what I need to do and stuff. And I think looking at Joan Joyce, she's, you know, amazing. She was amazing and she did all the great things. So I think coming here with someone like that was also a big part of it. Yeah, she's a legend. Legend, yeah. Something that Coach Jordan was able to talk to us about was how hard it is to follow a legend. Yeah. Like that. And uh, I, I don't think that the school could have made a better choice to, to 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 fill that legacy. And it's a beautiful it was a beautiful thing. Like what we talked about it before we did the interview, but you guys got to honor her, the naming of Joe and Joyce Field, and you almost pitched a no hitter mm-hmm. on that game. But it, it's special that now you guys get to go and play at Joe and Joyce Field. Yeah, all your games now. Yeah, I think um, Coach Jordan had a big role to fill, and I think she you know, took it head on and she's an amazing coach and she's made us better. She's made the program better. Um, Every aspect of how she coaches and the coaching staff too, Taylor Smart, Nicole Newman, and also Krista, they are just so awesome. And I think they back her up 100% with everything. And it's just how they show their leadership and how they show um, what they want from us and what they expect from us and the standards they hold for us. I think just that we're grateful for for them to be our coaches and especially Jordan she's made a mark on on this place already and she's just going to keep going up from here it seems like someone that doesn't just make a mark on you as a softball player but probably even more so as a human being i think that that's the that's kind of the number one priority for her and she views the whole team as a family i think that probably spreads yes coach jordan she talks so much just about you know not just softball but life and she supports us with anything that we want to do in our life. And we do talk about like what our careers are going to be and like how we, we should be as, you know, woman, strong woman. And she always wants us to be confident and, um, BBE is our, our, one of our mottos and it's bad. I can't say the word, but energy, you know what I'm talking about? Okay. So, so we have we run by that and she's made that a thing. And I think, she just has helped me grow as a person as well because before I was kind of in my little hole and she definitely has helped me grow and become a way better version of myself than I was before. You can tell that she's made it a priority. I think that I can ask you about that transition, but there's a different expectation for you coming into this season. And um, it's something that I think that maybe you can parallel with some of the men's basketball players they're dealing with right now where Last year, you came in with no expectation. You were entering as the number three starter. You kind of just found yourself in that ace role, pitching two games a weekend. But you probably didn't even have time to absorb that was even happening. You were just doing it week in and week out. This year, you're bringing a whole new team back, and everyone knows that you were Conference USA Pitcher of the Year. Mm-hmm. Those accolades are official now. Mm-hmm. You, you carry those. And so I think that one thing I can really tell when talking to her is that she's really doing a lot of her best to instill in you the leadership and and the confidence that it takes to come into a season as a number one. Yeah, I think when we talk about last season, she um, and we've spoken and she just basically tells me to, you know, that was last year. We put last year, last year, and that's it. We move forward. And 
I think she also knows the pressure that I'm going to have, you know, going out there because of last year. But I think the way we talk to each other and the way she helps reassure like my confidence and just everything about, you know, being able to surrender to the fact that you're going to fail and failure's okay and, you know, not being complacent with failing and being okay with it, but just the fact that it's going to happen and knowing the team has your back and no matter what, you're going out there and if, you know, I might not do the best, but if we put some hits on the board and we win the game, we win the game. So I think mostly my mindset going into this year is just staying consistent, not chasing numbers, not trying to beat an ERA against another pitcher or even trying to beat my own from last year. I think just staying level-headed and knowing we have some depth now this year with the pitchers and the hitters that will we'll ju- be just that. Yeah. That was coming to mind. Beating your own ERA is going to be the bigger challenge than even trying to beat somebody else's because you had yeah. so many. <laughs> the stats were really off the charts. And mm-hmm. I have to imagine it was it. Well, I can just say it. It was a shock and it bothered me. Mm-hmm. D1 softball put out a top 100 players list and didn't put you on it. And I have to imagine that that has to be, it's almost better because it has to be just motivating to, after getting all the awards, to yeah. look at that and look at the whole country and say to yourself, man, I put up that kind of year and mm-hmm. you guys aren't recognizing what my skill set is yet. That's, I was bothered by it. So <laughs> I don't need to put words in your mouth. I, I, lo- I looked at the list. It's like, we have a player that I think <laughs> should be on there. Yeah, I think... I mean, I don't know. I don't really care about all the stats and the numbers and stuff. I honestly play better when I'm not thinking about numbers or, you know, trying to outbeat someone else. I just play my game and that's just what I do. Well, I think what's going to be good is that as team results come, that's really where the individual attention comes. I think that the team with all the added depth will will get to a much larger stage this year. So you're going to get, I think that's the exciting thing as any competitor is to play better competition. Yeah. Like I think that's the other thing that's why you don't want to worry about the stats because the stats are all relative. I mean, the stats are versus the teams that we played last year. And hopefully the bigger measure is Mm -hmm. that we can play in a regional. We can play in a super regional and the team result will be a win. And and that would be, I think, the real exciting thing. Yeah, I think that um, our team definitely this year has the chance of going past conference tournament. I know that the standard for FAU softball is to make the conference tournament automatically. And that's what Coach Jordan says all the time. That's the standard. We make it to the conference tournament. And, you know, we're not expecting, you know, to go far or or thinking that, you know, we need to go far. We're going to play our game. We're going to, you know, see how it goes. And I think that with this team this year, that we have a great chance of doing that. So, I would think, looking out, what are what are your goals? Like, what are your team goals for your next two years here? I have to imagine, sky's got to be the limit. But I want to hear it from you. What, what what would you like to see FAU softball accomplish in your next two seasons? To win a championship, the whole thing, right? To to win it all. Yeah, that game. would be amazing. But more so, I think making it to a super regional regional i think that would be amazing i mean i don't really know the last time we we went to a regional i think maybe 2018 i believe but i know coach jordan and the staff and the whole team this year we want to go past conference tournament so it's just to win i don't think i don't think making it is even the funny thing is i don't even think making it is the i don't feel like making it is the goal i feel like yeah. getting out of a regional and 
feeling like what it would feel to win one of those yeah would be that'd be amazing a, yeah. you know i think it's, re- it's realistic like i really think it's a realistic possibility yeah and you got a team in place that just on paper could could do it and it would be a be a really i mean you, you're gonna be a part of it it'd be a really awesome thing to witness yeah i think it would be pretty cool i've never been i've the past three years, we've we haven't made it past conference. My freshman year, we actually almost didn't even make it to the conference tournament, but we we made it somehow. We were last, I think. And then this past year, we definitely could have won. I think the conference tournament. I think that we just ran out of a little gas at the end. I know that I did, and I think this year though, we we got it. Talk about the we pitching did. depth. I think that's going to help us a lot in those yeah. tournaments. One thing we didn't have is a bullpen. We didn't mm-hmm. really have everyone had to everyone had to pitch. I mean, even Ainsley coming back. I mean, there right. were games. She was kind of a reliever, but she was throwing half at least half the game yeah. on Saturday. And she was being used pretty heavy. Yeah. A pretty heavy allotment of innings where now I feel like the depth is in place where you can have a bullpen you can turn to and that should get you a lot more. That just should keep your stamina up a lot more for those deeper tournament runs to have to kind of know like, hey, if I'm a little bit tired, they got they got somebody that can go and, and come yeah. in the game. I'm a hundred percent certain that the backup that we have this year, and you know whether that's me coming in to close a game, whether that's Ainsley, Trinity, um, Kelsey, or Jaden, they all have their own role that they play on this team, and you know each one of us has something special, so. I think that when when one of us does have trouble or we need a break or, you know, we're just a little tired, I think that we all have each other's back. And having that depth, you can win a lot more ball games. I that thought way. about you closing. It's funny yeah. you say that because if you do get relieved early yeah. in a game, um, however we're going to do that strategically, that could give you enough extra juice on a Saturday to come in and depending on the matchup, you know, coach could say, hey, like, yeah. can you give me an inning here? Yeah. Especially in a tournament. That happens a lot of time in baseball. We'll see teams will bring their ace starting pitcher in into the ninth inning in the middle of a playoff series because the matchups are right or they want to be able to do that. That's something in a conference tournament or a regional that we could see this year with the depth we have to be able to use. That's one standout of the fall was that all five pitchers pitched really, really well Yeah, in, in their allotments um, of time. And that was something that was also hard because you didn't really get a taste for how the rotation would be used at all because yeah kind of she she rolled out the same thing every game Mm -hmm. I think that because Jordan also knows each and every one of us like the pitchers very well and she knows you know when the right time is to put us in the game or take us out and I think that also with having the depth um with having the depth that it's going to help us even more when we go to conference tournament because let's just say I'm I'm a little burnout by game two and we have four other pitchers ready to go that can win us a ball game. So I think the depth is great. It's really, really strong. Um, So hopefully, hopefully we, we, we've set our goals. I hope that I definitely want to see you guys get at least one ring. Yeah. Hopefully getting to make, I, 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 I can't, I'm not even sure we can do it, but man, hosting a regional in Boca before, like that would be a really cool, I think the atmosphere at softball games for people who haven't been, it's already amazing. You guys cheer the whole game. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's its something that's really special. But the atmosphere this year, I think, is going to be a whole yeah. level up from the atmosphere a season ago, both on the field and in the crowd. I think that 
team's intensity looks like it's just turned up a whole notch. Yeah, I think our fan um, base is definitely going to grow this year, especially with the Prowlers coming on. And um, I think our the there's a few four pe- there's four people that come to our games every time. They're older and they support us every single game. I know them. Yep, they come every single game, and I think it's going to be fun seeing just all these new people coming because we didn't have that fan fan base last year or the year before. I think this year is the year that we'll have a lot more people coming out. Yeah, and hopefully we can get, we can still make sure we clear out the space for them. Yeah, in the front row. Yeah, they, they, they need they, that front spot. They they, they 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 very much have ter- they, they have their territory. And yeah, they are incredible. The incredible supporters. Oh, 100%. They go to all all of the games. They they'll come from basketball to baseball to baseball to softball. So, but they, it's a, it's a really beautiful community. They save seats for each other. Yeah. Um. And uh, everybody really, it's it's a beautiful thing to get to. And that, that those stands are the core of all of our teams. You know, people mm-hmm. that have experienced these FAU teams for 20 plus years in a lot of cases, and yeah. just been go to everything. I I do my best. Um. But I mean, they, I look relatively new even to them. Um, so a few like kind of one quick one quick question that I didn't get in earlier and then more fun stuff. On Coach Joyce, if you could pinpoint one thing that you learned from her in, in, in the brief run you had, although you, she, you were committed to her for a long time, what would it be? Yeah, I think um, she just was a badass woman. She was awesome. She um she brought a lot of confidence around her and to the team and she um she just had a lot of experience. So any lessons you've learned from coach Joyce, you would want to take with you and just um do that through your life and through softball on the field. And I think I was with her for a short period of time. Um I think I had just the fall with her and um, unfortunately she passed in the spring, but yeah, she, she was great. I think that, um, there wasn't much that I had one-on-one time with her actually. So I don't know. I think there is one funny thing though. So softball players, gloves are supposed to be round and mine's a pancake. And actually coach Jordan makes fun of me for it now, but she actually loved flat gloves. So she was trying to make everyone's glove flat by the end of practice. Like she was stomping on it. She was, it was a whole thing, but just silly moments with her were great. So, yeah. so she was having fun. Yeah. She was having fun all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. And then if you can give me a behind the scenes moment with the team that really stands out to you. Behind the scenes moment. As in, just like in the locker room, anything, like anything. Um, you guys do a lot of you could, you could go a lot of different angles here. You guys do a bunch of activities off the off yeah. the field of the team. You guys could be something during a game, just something that fans wouldn't know. Yeah, I think um, one of the competitions we recently did, um, it was like a scavenger hunt sort of thing, and you had to go to each um, station and open an envelope that each coach had. And one of them was you had to go grocery shopping in Whole Foods for like six items and you had to take a picture with it. So we were all running in Whole Foods at one point. There's different groups going in. So there's like four groups going into Whole Foods at like different times. So that was just crazy. And then we had to do 55 laps in the pool as with your team. My team actually ended up winning and it was so awesome. But like during that, it was just craziness. Who's and your team? um Yanni Brooklyn, uh, Yanni Brooklyn, Corinne, and Kylie Chanel. Yeah, it was fun though. Who was most intense in the the show? Oh gosh, most intense. 
I would say maybe Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yeah. She she's cool. But that's that's one of the things. We do these competitions though all the time. Like beach workouts even too. Like we have so much fun doing them because it's on the beach and it's pretty hard though because you're in the sand doing it. But it's it's a good time to compete and just have fun with the girls. How often are you guys on the beach? Um, like as a team. Yeah. Um I think we did two beach workouts in the fall. So we haven't done one this year though. So we I don't know if we will, but we did two last last fall. Hard training the sand yeah. is not. But it's fun. It's fun. I enjoy it. I actually used to not enjoy it and Coach Jordan would always, you know, give me something about it, but I actually enjoy it now and take it in and I'm just like, Yeah, let's do it. Impressive she put that in the regimen so quick because she's a Midwestern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comes from she comes from a Midwestern background and feels like she's really embraced the South Florida yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, I mean we have the beach right here. Why not? I think it's a fun it's a fun reminder. Yeah, like wow, this is kind of part of our that's ethos. Yeah, that's what um that I think that's why she likes to do it because, like I said before, there's teams that can't even go outside and play on their field, and we have the beach five minutes from us. Why not go work out on the beach? You know what I mean? So yeah, I think, it, I think it's, it's a good such a healing the ocean such a healing Mm -hmm. space in general Mm -hmm. yeah that why would you not why would you not want to do that and any other really fun competitions fun competition kind of of fun unique Um, aspect to your team i think one that we did last year it was wasn't a i would say it was competition but it was more so the whole team some army people came out and trained with us and we started in the morning and ended around like middle of the the afternoon but I think that was one of the hardest things we've done and it was pretty cool because we had to like carry I remember I think it was Zoe we had to carry Zoe on a stretcher around the field and like run and then we also had these like fake rifle guns that actually weighed the like same weight as a real gun and we had to um do like sit-ups with those we had to run around the field with those army crawls we did it all and it was it was pretty fun but i think coach jordan likes putting us in those tough situations too as well as making it fun because you know for the physical aspect and the mental part of the game too so yeah yeah i mean i think that you guys i think boxing mindset has been a big thing she's brought to the team this year with all of the taking you to the boxing gym really mm-hmm. getting kind of a you know to the fight club is that right? Uh, the, the right it's Fight a, Club, yeah. The, yeah. the uh the player of the game who gets the gloves. Yeah, yeah. So it's we've awesome. yeah, we've embraced that. I think that her whole mindset with that was, you know, boxers, you know, they get hit hard and you get knocked down, but you got you have to get right back up. And I think that's the theme of this year because, you know, we're gonna play tough teams. Um, we're gonna get knocked down a little bit, but I think as a team we we can get right back up and we're we're strong. So your beginning of the year is no joke. Yeah, they schedule yeah. schedule hard teams for you guys mm-hmm. the whole whole way through. They come here though, which is nice. Yeah, play it's nice playing at home for yeah, sure. They, they all want to play in our place because it's freezing where they are. Yeah, yeah. They, don't, they don't have a choice. They have to come to us. It's a mm-hmm. nice com- nice competitive nice competitive advantage that that we've we've got. Speaking of uh, softball, has got a lot of talking. Like there is a lot of yelling. It's a pretty mm-hmm. ruthless. It's a pretty ruthless sport. Um, what's your favorite cheer we've done on our sideline from last year? And then I want to know what's like, especially you on the circle, like what's been the, what was like the, of all the things you heard people yelling at you, what was the one that maybe got to you the most? 
Um, oh, well, one of the cheers that we do, we start off the ending. It's like, it goes, get it going, get it, get it going. And that one's just like, it's a hype cheer. And then when I'm on the mound, I actually can't hear anything. Like, I do not hear anything. I would probably say people have been like, she's slow or, you know, um, I don't know. Probably she's slow is probably the one that has gotten to me before. But I don't really even let things bother me like that because, you know. Can't think, can't think of one that like. Because I mean, I it's, it's funny because if you if you really tune it out, then it's almost a better question. Because it's like, was there one that got through? That's why. Like, was there one that got through? We're like, oh man, shit, that was a good one. Um, uh, I would, yeah, I would say I've heard people say she's slow. I think that, but it, it doesn't bother me. Like, I I don't think That's I've like ever heard a compliment. One. You're deliberate. Yeah, I know. I have. I haven't really heard one but that was like you're the least slow person ever. Like now that I think about it, like I was telling Coach, you had a game that that I, I it was great because it was burning out. We have no shade yeah. in the stadium. You had a game last year during the day that was an hour and twenty six minutes. Mm-hmm. Like. It was awesome. Yeah, like, we won. So it's, it would have been awesome. We wouldn't have been as awesome if we lost. But it was great. We, like yeah. no one got any runs off. No one got any runs off you. You just mm-hmm. wasn't. We were right out of there. It was yeah. awesome. It was easy work. I think that our scrimmages we play against each other. Actually, I hear my own teammates more when we play each other. Like uh-huh. I can hear them talking to me a lot, and, and they, I think and they know. And they know. Yeah, they know what to say. Right, and so I think even just having these scrimmages, being in that atmosphere. Um, with you know hearing you know them talking about me in the dugout or being loud in the game it's like I've already been here done that so it doesn't really bother me and I'm just so locked in during the game so it doesn't doesn't matter yeah doesn't matter. and and last thing I got for you which is kind of also fun is you got a signature dance that you do at the <laughs> end of all of the at the end of all the game yeah I do where, where did that originate from okay so my dad actually like did this like robot dance like he used to like do some break dance stuff and he does it very well and I actually learned that I was doing it wrong I told him I was doing it he's like what do you mean you're doing it? and he's like that's not how you do it so I guess I've been doing it wrong this whole time but it's my own specialty so whatever doesn't matter but yeah I just started doing it and every time we won I would go in the middle and then they would all start clapping and then I would just do it, it. goes all the way back to freshman year right those before yeah yeah freshman year that's awesome, and it's still a state of staple. Do you, do you dance whether you win or lose, or sw- when you win? Just when we win. <laughs> I'm not gonna go there if we're losing. No, no, no. Yeah, just to win dance. Are there any adjustments for 2024? <laughs> no, I think that it's staying the same. Gonna keep it the same. Hopefully, just more dances because we win more games. Yes, yes, more dances. And sure. in dancing deeper. Yeah, <laughs> dancing deeper in the season. It'll have a new meaning. It'll have a new meaning in the tournament if we can get into the. The, you can get into a regional, then, yeah. then you know you're still dancing. It'll right. be a uh, exactly. we have really good content we can make in mm-hmm. the regionals. So we're gonna hope we can continue there. Any final messages to Al fans as we we're, we're really close to heading into softball season right now? Um, uh, just come out and watch us. We're we're gonna be good this year. So there's yeah. no doubt. We're looking forward to continuing to cover you throughout the season. Yeah. Excited to have you here and kick Thank off you for having me. It's our pleasure.